And we are live. This is the Wrap It Up On Blast Raps Post Game Show. As always, my name is Sheldon Alexander, and I know it's been a while. Weird times in Raptors land indeed. And a very tough game, for sure. That was a weird one. Definitely one of the weirdest Raptors games I've seen in a very long time. But don't worry. We got you covered here, Raptors fans. We know this is a podcast tonight where I know the only people listening to this are the diehard Raptor fans. And don't worry, I got you covered. This is a safe space. Air out your grievances, exactly what you feel. Tell me what's going on in your mind right now as your Toronto Raptors lose a tough one, 129 to 105. Again, Raptors lose to the Detroit Pistons. Yes, Dwayne Casey's Detroit Pistons. 129 to 105. Of course, if you're seeing this podcast stream live wherever you're seeing it on Twitter at Shell Alexander, on Twitch, on Blast Podcast, on YouTube, Sheldon Alexander, or on Instagram, also at Sheldon Alexander. Please send in your comments and questions because, I, as I mentioned, this is a safe space. I want to hear from you guys. What are you thinking as a Raptors fan base? I know it's a tough loss, but there's clearly bigger things going on right now in terms of the health and safety of a bunch of the Raptors players and, of course, their coaching staff. So let me know what you think. Send in your comments and questions. This game was ugly, so there's not really much to talk about there. We'll go through that. We'll break that down. But I guess the first question I want to ask you guys is what you thought, like what were your expectations coming into this game? Because I think that's a key starting point, and that probably affected how you watched that game as well. What were your expectations coming in? Did you think the Raptors, without Pascal, without Fred, without OG, still without Nick Nurse and their entire coaching staff, what were your expectations for this team coming in? Because I think that's a really interesting place to start. And, you know, you look at the Raptors roster, okay? And their starting lineup was Kyle Lowry, Norman Powell, Terrence Davis, Utah Watanabe and Aaron Baines. And I know you're playing against the Detroit Pistons and the Pistons were playing without their best player, Jeremy Grant. Obviously, I think most people know by now that Blake Griffin, as he waits for a buyout, he hasn't been playing for a while. But I wonder if people thought this was a winnable game. And it's funny, I had friends message, we were talking about the game and stuff, we were talking about you know, because the Raptors were favored in Vegas by seven and a half points. But to me, the thing was, I had no idea what was going to happen in this game. You could have given me any outcome beforehand and said, you thought the Raptors were going to blow out the Pistons. You could have told me the Pistons would blow out the Raptors. You could tell me it was a close game either way. I had nothing coming into this game just because there were so many unknowns. We know Kyle's going to play well. We know Norm's going to get buckets. We know that. But other than that, from the Raps, there's no given. So even if those two dudes put up 30, it's still only 60 points. We know you need at least 100, realistically, 110 in this modern NBA to at least give yourself a chance to win. And I was I was wondering where the points were going to come from. And this was just tough. Again, health and safety protocols, no Pascal, no Fred Van Fleet, no OG Ananobi. Those are three of your best players. Then also add in your your coaching staff is still out. So you're only dealing with uh, Sergio Scariolo and then Big Jam, 
and one other coach that aren't really used to like that's a, just a different role it's just chaos so to me looking at this and i don't want to get too much into the covid health and safety protocols and what they are and what it means and should they play should they not play because i'll leave that to the doctors and people who are way more smarter than i am so i'll stick to the basketball side of it and I just knew it was going to be a tough game for the Raps. But if you look at this game and then the game that they have to play tomorrow night against Boston, definitely if you were going to get one of those two games, you would assume or you would hope that it would be the Detroit game. So you look at this game, it starts off, and the Pistons, there's two ways to look at this, right? The Pistons get their fourth road win of the entire season, which tells you that they've been struggling, which you know. This is a rebuilding year for Dwayne Casey and company. But also, they shoot... A season high, 23s. Wayne Ellington, yes, Wayne Ellington was 8 of 11 from 3. He had 25 points to lead the way for the Pistons. 36 points from Norm Powell is Norm. Norm did all he could. 36 points on 14 of 20 shooting from Norm. 5 of 8 from 3. What more do you want from Norm? I see uh, a comment here uh, from Dio's mom on, on Instagram that says... Terrence, uh, let me scroll back up. I missed it. I missed it. Uh, TD really disappointed again. Yeah, Terrence Davis has had a bad year. Uh, continues to say he makes such poor decisions and isn't finishing. Terrence Davis has really struggled. And I think I, like a lot of other Raptors fans and people who follow the team, watch the team, had expectations for Terrence Davis to possibly take another leap, take a step. He showed so many glimpses last year of the potential of being the backup point guard, right? If Kyle, were, if something were to happen with Kyle, okay, maybe you could see Terrence filling in. That seemed like a possibility last year. And this year just hasn't been there. He's struggled. And he's playing in this game because Nurse really had no other choice. But he struggled. 2 of 11, 0 of 5 from 3, 6 points. And shot selection isn't good at all. It's just not not going well for Terrence Davis. And it's a it's been a bad look. It's been a really, really bad go. But I'll say this, Raptors fans, and I mentioned this, safe space, right? Don't overreact to this game. Don't even overreact to what's going to happen to the Boston game. Because at the end of the day, here's the truth of what's happening right now. Every team in the NBA is probably going to have a week like this during this season. I'd say most NBA teams have already had a week like this during this NBA season where the COVID protocols come up and you're missing a bunch of players and you're you're short on your bench and you got to figure out can you get wins without the majority of your team being healthy or being available to you. And the Raptors were lucky to, you know, if you're looking at it from the standpoint, and again, I'm trying to separate as, as much as I can, I'm trying to separate the health portion of this from the basketball talk of this so pardon me if at some points it sounds a little off but what i'm saying is if every team at a certain point of the season has to deal with uh not having their full squad available the raptors are at least a little lucky in this sense that they started to at least play a bit better and get back into the swing of things in terms of the regular season before they ran into this problem where you know you're missing three of your top best players so, tough loss for the Raps, 129-105, but don't overreact to it. 
it's just going to be tough for a Raptors team that even at full strength is a team that struggles with depth. We know that. Even with everybody healthy, this isn't a very deep team. So when you remove three of your top best players, you're going to struggle to beat any NBA team. And when you look at the Pistons roster, there's not a lot of names on that roster that you know. Let's let's keep it a buck. I mean, I mentioned Wayne Ellington. If you're a college basketball fan, you probably remember his days from North Carolina. Dennis Smith Jr. has been getting some minutes lately. He had 11 assists, 11 rebounds. He's been active so far for them. Obviously, they got a bunch of young kids, but Rodney Magruder with 20 points off the bench. <laughs> Rodney Magruder probably made famous by Draymond Green a couple weeks ago. And that part probably hurts a little. <laughs> Rodney. <laughs> I just keep picturing, like, I will never see Rodney Magruder ever again and not think of Draymond Green just saying the words, Rodney with the most utter disrespect in his voice. But hey, don't overreact to this, Raptors fans. Just hope that, you know, you get to the All-Star break and you hope that everyone's healthy. And coming out of the break, you hope everyone remains healthy. And, you know, you just get to bounce back because you look at the standings in the East, it's weird. Night in and night out. Because all these teams are so bunched up, there's so much movement in the Eastern Conference night in and night out. And so currently, at this moment, the Raps are in seventh. By the time the night ends, they could be further down the standings in that, right? They could be tied with the Hornets who are playing right now. Uh, Hornets are up big, but there's just so much going on in the NBA right now. And you, you look at it and you think, where will this team be at the end of the season? And it's going to be tough because... You look at the standings right now, and the Celtics have vaulted back up to fourth. They're 18 and 17. But then you got the Knicks at 18 and 18. The Heat, 17 and 18. Raptors, 17 and 18. Charlotte, who's about to win as they're up big against Minnesota. They're at 16 and 18. Pacers, 16 and 18. Bulls, 15 and 18. Hawks, 15 and 20. Like that, all those teams are so tight. So you just hope at this point, if you're the Raptors, hopefully you can stay healthy and and just try to get some wins back when you have your full team. But in terms of this game, is there really that much to go through? Like normally I'd go through the game and break down quarter by quarter and kind of what I saw, what was going down. The Raps got off to a really good start. They came out to came out of the gate hot. They were up, I think it was 15 to three. And then the threes just started pouring in. And after the end of that first quarter, Pistons were up. 43 to 37 and they shot 72.7 percent in that first quarter 73 percent the Pistons shot in the first quarter and I know it's easy to say hey well the Raptors defense wasn't good in this game and I get that but the reality is Norm and Kyle know that they got to play a whole lot of minutes right the Raptors guys who are starting and who are going to get minutes they know that they have to reserve energy for to play massive minutes so the effort they're going to be able to give realistically on the defensive end, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. And then when a team is just shooting the lights out like that, like the Pistons were, it's going to be tough for the Raps undermanned to win this game. And there is a point where the score was 69 to 64. The Raptors were right there. They had a chance, but they just didn't have enough in the tank. And the other part to all this is all of these guys the Raptors have, 
they're not used to the rotations. They're not used to, you know, playing with each other. They're not used to just being in the game at that point of the game. There's so many things that just made this such a difficult game for them. And when you're dealing with a lack of talent, it's going to be tough to come by. So let me get to some comments here and let me know what you guys thought of this ball game. Again, if you are on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, or YouTube, send in your comments questions live as we were here live after every Toronto Raptors game breaking everything down and of course if you ever miss the pod live just know we got you covered wherever you get your podcasts on apple spotify soundcloud and of course on youtube like and subscribe tell your friends share the movement that is this the wrap it up podcast again part of the on blast podcast network tell your friends really appreciate it i will start i read one from uh my instagram crew but i'll stay there i'll go i'll go to instagram juha says tonight was lowry powell and boucher and friends tough loss it was a really tough game for the raps from the scoring angle because you look at it and you think okay well for the longest time it was basically just kyle fred boucher and they were basically the only guys scoring for your entire team for the majority of the game you're not going to win like that you're just not going to win many games like that. Uh, Glow Girl Smile, TD reminds me of when Norm was out of control. Yeah, I mean, this is a bad Terrence Davis year for sure. And I don't know what you make of him now. I really don't. Unless he turns it around drastically in the second half of the season. I mean, he's in a tough spot because he has not been playing well. He's not been earning minutes. And the way that this Raptors team was set up, he was set up to be a part, a big part of this team and get a lot of minutes, and he just hasn't lived up to that. Elijah says, this game was nothing but foolishness. They should be ashamed. Stop playing to the competition. I'm not going to be that hard on the Raps for losing this game. I'm really not, no matter what the outcome is. And, I'm, and I kept that same energy from the start of the game just because I had no idea what was going to happen. None. And Wayne Ellington going to hit eight threes in every game. The Pistons going to shoot. The Pistons are not a good three-point shooting team. And in this game, they hit 20 threes. That's not normally going to happen. But Dwayne Casey had his guys coming out playing hard. And the other part to it is when you have a team like the Pistons that have struggled this season, they're able to sniff out wins. Meaning they come into a game with a different kind of energy and vibe when they sense, wait, this could be a game that we can win. And they took advantage of that. Got to give them credit. Um... Let's see what other comments we got here. Daniel says, playing basketball is more than making buckets. A player must have confidence first and foremost. Second, players must stay ready. No one on our bench has that mentality. Plus, our defense is horrendous. I've seen so many of our players out of position tonight. It's so crazy. Uh, Daniel, there's a lot in there, and I agree with you. Uh, the tough part is you just got to start back from the baseline of what you thought of this Raptors team at the start of the season. And one of the things we talked about on this pod early on was they struggled with depth. They didn't have a lot of depth. You lost when you look at the team that we were used to watching over the last three seasons or even go back to last year, you're just losing depth. And, you know, the fact that Serge and Mark are gone, we're just looking at it as, okay, well, you plug in Len or you plug in Boucher with more minutes or you plug in Baines. But really, those were two dependable guys that you are putting into your lineup every single night. There was a level of expectation that you were going to get 
minimum from those guys every single night. And so far, what we've seen from this season is you don't have that in any form of consistency coming off your bench, except for Boucher. Because even Norm, if you go back to when Norm was coming off the bench, Norm was inconsistent coming off the bench. So when you look at the Raptors bench unit as a whole, I mean, at this point, you saw a bit of Stanley Johnson. He was playing well for a little bit, and then he fell off. Then you had a moment where um, Boucher, he was playing really well, and then he had a little spurt where he was off, but it's been more ups and downs for Boucher. But from Stanley Johnson, he's kind of flipped with Bembry where Bembry wasn't getting a lot of minutes, and then Bembry was able to step up and be a key contributor. But again, that's when the team is at full strength. When you start to ask a team that already struggles with depth, and now you're asking those players to play even a bigger role, it's going to be tough. It's just a lot to ask. And yes, this is the NBA. To quote the wise words of Josh Donaldson before the whole Blue Jays thing turned upside down and they became the wave of the city. This isn't the try-hard league. So at the end of the day, Daniel, you, you make great points, right? You're in the NBA, you're on the bench, you got to be ready, you got to stay ready, and you got to come in and play defense. And yes, the Pistons were missing key players too, totally true. And they were just ready. They just came out and wanted it more. And I know that sounds like a cliche, but they were getting offensive rebounds. And even the guys that came in off the Pistons bench, those guys were hustling. Those guys were getting on the glass. Those guys wanted the smoke in this game. Again, they sensed a victory and came out and took it. That's just what it was. Simple as that. Let me get some more comments, though, before we wrap up. There's no need to go really long on this pod, but... uh York Baller says, what an amazing game by the Pistons. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're a Pistons fan, it looked pretty good, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Another comment here. What's up with Utah? Not really making the same impact since his injury. I hesitate to say this, but it's the truth. Has Utah been the same since the Anthony Edwards situation? That's all I'll say. And I'll move on. Because I don't want to draw attention to it. Uh, yes, Dante says, added Wantanabe to my fantasy. Really hoped he would have had a little production. I'm sorry, man. Fantasy, fantasy basketball has been a struggle this whole season. It's all about playing the waiver wire night in and night out. It's super tough. But speaking of tough, tough night for your Toronto Raptors. As again, they fall 129 to 105. Again, they fall 129 to 105 in a very, very, very tough game. And if you're the Toronto Raptors, all you can hope at this point is that you figure out a way that you can maybe, you know, catch the Celtics tomorrow night. Because that's the other tough part here. Your last game before the All-Star break is against the Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics are at full strength. They're playing a little bit better as of late. So that's going to be a tough game because the Raptors always have trouble with the Boston Celtics regardless. And now coming in with this short roster and without your coaches, the task is going to be even more difficult for the Toronto Raptors. As they fall to the Detroit Pistons, 129 to 105. The Pistons get their fourth road win of the season behind a season high 23 pointers, including eight of 11 shooting from beyond the arc from Wayne Ellington. 
Norm Powell did all he could as he put up 36 points for a shorthanded Raptors team. Norm with 36 on 14 of 20 shooting, but it just wasn't even close to being enough as the Pistons just shot the lights out in this game. They were 20 of 41. That's 49% from three-point land. They were shot. They also shot 53% from the floor. Just not a great performance at all from the Toronto Raptors, but what can you do when you're shorthanded like that? It's got to be a situation where you're just searching for where you're going to get energy because the Raptors, if you weren't giving it on the defensive end, you got to basically go to your bench and see who is bringing the energy because that's what the Raptors really lacked in this game overall. They didn't get much from Watanabe. They didn't get much from Terrence Davis. Boucher was okay off the bench, but that's about it. Tough times for the Raptors, but hopefully, 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 they can figure something out for next game. And whatever happens against Boston, we will be right here in the exact same spot, recapping everything for you on this, the only live and interactive Toronto Raptors post-game show there is. This is called Wrap It Up. You can find us live streaming after the game on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube, and on Twitch. Or if you ever miss a podcast live, just know we got you covered wherever you get your podcasts. On Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, or on YouTube. Tell your friends. Hopefully, soon enough, we'll have wins to talk about. But right now, my main hope is just that everyone is healthy and everything gets back to quote-unquote normal. Quote-unquote. I know. I know. I hate that term too as we're now coming up on a year in this whole crazy mess but I just hope that everyone is healthy above above all I don't really care about the losses the losses don't mean anything to me to be honest I just hope that everyone comes back healthy it's all we're hoping for now but tune in we'll be right back here because I always say I used to pray for times like this to rhyme like this this is the wrap it up on blast raps post game show as always unpolished and unapologetic until next time see ya